If you only looked at the real estate market for luxury properties, you wouldn't even know there was a pandemic. Despite an economic downturn that has brought unemployment to Great Depression levels and a national death toll nearing 100,000 people, the rich are still buying fancy homes. Case in point, reports say that Bill and Melinda Gates have purchased a home at Del Mar, and an estate is selling an Alpine for $8.9 million. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Phil Molnar, you cover real estate for Union Tribune. Let's start with the broad context. What was the housing market like before the outbreak? Well, thanks for having me, Daniel. So the San Diego home market was about the same as it's been for decades. It was very expensive and really hard to get in for first-time buyers. The median home price around December, January, February was around $590,000. Uh, And that includes all homes, single family homes, condos, newly built. So that is a really high price tag for a lot of San Diego workers. Um, Just when you look at median income levels here, median household income compared to the price of the home, it's just really difficult to get into to a property here in San Diego. Mm hmm. So in covering kind of the economy broadly, it does seem like the economic indicators are kind of slow for measuring the true depth and breadth of the pandemic. What does the housing market look like now after, you know, we've been in this new normal for about two months? So, yeah, it actually took a while to finally get that data to say what's going on in the home market right now. But this week, we actually got the numbers for April home sales. Now, the cool thing about that is it shows us home sales. It takes about 30 days to close on a home. So a lot of these sales we're looking at in April were ones that started in March, basically during the main start of all the fear about the coronavirus pandemic and a lot of the the, the closures which began in that first or second week of March. So what the data showed us is that home sales collapsed. There were 30% fewer home sales in April than there were the year previously. So it was a big drop. The, the weird thing that happened was, or the thing that, you know, a lot of people were hoping would happen, didn't, depending on if you own or don't own. But basically, the home price continued to rise during this pandemic, which started. We hit nearly a new all-time record high in San Diego County in April, in these April numbers of $594,500. So if you were hoping that home prices were going to go down in this pandemic, it has not happened yet, even during like what could be arguably like the first real panic month. Now, the reason for that is there's two different things. Um, one is there is not a lot of buyer. There's not a lot of homes to purchase right now. So many sellers took their homes off the market, fearing that no one would want to buy a house during a pandemic. Uh, so there's very few number of homes for sale. So what what happened there was. That left the people that were still going home about buying very few options to choose from. And it actually led to price wars happening. In the, if you can believe this, in March in San Diego, there was price wars happening between all different types of home prices in San Diego County because they had to overbid each other. So homes were not there weren't home price decreases. There weren't a lot of things like that happening. It was actually. I guess just don't bet against the San Diego home market, even during a pandemic, is what some people might say. I don't know if I go that far, but yeah, that's kind of what we saw. 
Yeah, I imagine those buyers were frustrated because, you know, those options just kind of went away really fast. And then if you are gung-ho about buying a home, you're going to pay whatever you want and, you know, sign that mortgage no matter what, I suppose. Yeah, and there are, you know, this this pandemic, is, which a lot of people have mentioned is, well, a lot of analysts I talked to, there are the benefits of home ownership could somehow be seen as better during this thing because there's so many programs in place right now to help people pay their mortgages, defer payments, all sorts of things like that. Basically, everybody from institutions, government entities, banks, everyone's just trying to keep people in their homes. But what we've seen is there's really, there is nothing for renters. Uh, there's, there's stories out there about renters getting breaks from their landlord, delays on rent. But as of right now in California, in most communities in California, there's been a few places, but at least in San Diego, there, there's there's no law stopping your landlord from saying, that's great, you lost your job, it's been two months, but we need that rent. So mm-hmm. at least if you're a homeowner, there's a lot of benefits to maybe some sort of forbearance or something just to get you through these next couple of months. I, I will note there is a ban on evictions, but that, you know, in San Diego, the city of San Diego and a lot of uh, the county, but you still are going to, you know, owe that rent. And, you know, you could be, if you're not paying your rent right now, you could just find yourself evicted in the next couple of months. So that, that shouldn't be very fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, in recent weeks, you've wrote several stories about uh, big luxury sales. Um, obviously this is just, you know, a purchase of a large home or one that goes on the market, but what does the luxury market kind of tell you about the wider market? What kind of, you know, implications can we draw from what things happened at the, at the high end? Right. So it was actually pretty interesting. So most of the home, the, the luxury market really slowed down in the first couple of weeks of the pandemic. We can just tell that from looking at like pending sales and what occurred and all this stuff. But at some point, something shifted. We started seeing all these record home purchases of super high cost homes all across San Diego County. And the weird thing was a lot were in Rancho Santa Fe. In the last couple of years, I know a lot of us in San Diego County like to think of Rancho uh, Santa Fe as like this great place or this super high luxury place and all that stuff. But actually since about like the year 2015, Sales have been a little bit slower in Rancho Santa Fe. Usually the super affluent buyers have preferred more oceanfront property. So what we are seeing is, you know, lots of lots of luxury home sales and an increase of sales or at least interest in Rancho Santa Fe. So what that can kind of tell us from we look at the, the broader market and, you know, as, as you mentioned, I also cover the economy here in San Diego. The, the crazy thing is what we're seeing is a lot of the low income people in San Diego County have been hit hardest by the COVID-19 pandemic. They were most likely to lose their jobs for a variety of reasons. But one of the biggest ones is that a lot of the jobs they were working were not able to be worked from home. So we can kind of see areas where there were a lot of places, you know, in different communities, you can see it broken down by zip code, like in uh, Logan Heights, City Heights, Golden Hill. A lot of those areas are really hard hit right now, whereas places like Rancho Santa Fe, Del Mar and all that stuff, they have less of a percentage of people that have been out of work. So we we can see that like sort of dichotomy happening right now where people that were wealthy before the coronavirus 
they might have taken some serious hits during the stock market and all sorts of other reasons. But by and large, they're doing a lot better than the people that are at the bottom. And that's sort of reflected right now in some ways in the housing market with luxury sales, that is. I guess that makes sense. If you were, you know, part of the one percent and you were looking to buy second, third, nth home, maybe the pandemic caused you to finally make the decision rather than kind of flitting about it as you might have, you know, in 2019, 2018. Right, right, right. And what the luxury San Diego County real estate agents have talked to me about in the past couple of weeks is they're getting calls from all over the place. Um, Switzerland, uh, China, if you can believe it. So, um, and even like really like sort of high-end areas like the Hamptons in New York, and actually a lot of people from Los Angeles and specifically the Beverly Hills area have been showing a lot of interest in San Diego County. But one of the reasons for that is, even though it doesn't feel like it to a lot of us, there is still in San Diego County, we are more spread out than a lot of these areas. So luckily, I mean, especially if you have some gigantic estate in Rancho Santa Fe, you're, you're, you're very spread out from the next person. So you're basically sheltering in place while social distancing. So you've got that as far as, you know, maybe being far away from people that have the virus, as opposed to say, if you're living in downtown San Diego and a lot of these big high rises, that might be a little more nerve wracking. So that's one of the reasons they're looking at San Diego. Also, when you look at comparatively the number of cases in San Diego County, compared to a lot of the places that were super hard hit on the East Coast and other areas where there might be more people, San Diego actually looks like a pretty good spot to be for, for a lot of people, but especially if you can afford a big house in the mountains or whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So given kind of where the housing market was going and what the pandemic has done so far, at what point are you going to see changes in price? Is this one of the situations in which demand is so restricted that prices can only fall a little bit? What do you expect to see in the coming months? So I, I've talked to analysts the last couple of days and the, the idea has kind of shifted in some ways, but it hasn't. So I talked to as many experts as I could just on like almost a daily basis because I was writing so many stories at the beginning of the, the coronavirus uh, crisis. And at the time, everyone's saying there's no way that prices are not going to go down at least a little bit. Everyone is pretty much universal. Like, hey, it might not be a much, but home prices are going to go down. You know, I'm really, it's, it's depends on what time of the day I seem to call some of these analysts to try and say if home prices are going to go down by the end of the year because it keeps changing. Um, but even with all this going on right now, like right now what's happening in the San Diego market, like we talked about before, is there's so few homes on the market. I expect, especially with these stay-at-home orders lifting, a lot of those sellers that took their homes off the market in March, they probably will start slowly but surely start bringing them back on the market. So we should have a little bit more supply and that might help keep prices at least sort of stable and stop going up as much. That's one theory. I mean, we'll wait and see. Another one is, you know, I talked to you, somebody, uh, the CEO of a company called Sunday, which is basically a distressed home buyer uh, based in San Francisco, but they've got offices in San Diego and whatnot. But, you know, basically his thought was that you know, even though there's all that going on right now where luxury people are buying and stuff, 
he, he said there still has to be some foreclosures going on. You know, it, it, it might not be next month. It might not be two months, but maybe a couple months down the low, down the line, because you think about it, a lot of these programs which offered mortgage relief to people, you know, in some cases that, that all those mortgage payments are going to be due in like two months, one month, you know, so what's, what's going to happen then when you've been out of work for like four months and you've gotten a break on your mortgage for all this time, but then all of a sudden all this money's due. I, I, I will say, you know, a lot of those foreclosure, not foreclosures, a lot of these mortgage programs, which delay your payments on, on mortgages. The, so in some cases, they they spread them out through 12 months, 16 months, all sorts of different things I'm hearing about that. But it sort of depends on who your mortgage servicer is. And when push comes to, to shove, you know, you're still going to owe that money. So there's a good chance we are going to see um, some, some foreclosures or at least an increase in San Diego County. So that might lower. And we'll see because, I mean, as this, this ripples through the economy, we're seeing more job losses in areas you might not have considered. Uh, you know, because when it first happened, the biggest thing was, oh, of course, all the restaurants closed right away. Yes. Okay. They're the ones that are hardest hit. But what we're seeing is this just sort of ripple throughout the economy to other places and a sort of feeling that almost no one is safe economically speaking. Mm-hmm. So also what happens to the rental situation? Because, you know, let's say that there isn't an extension of the UI program. Those end on the 31st and thousands of San Diegans are still without a job. What happens in three, six months when, you know, possibly thousands of people could be evicted? Does that affect the market? So, okay, this is... It, it's sort of unknown right now, mm-hmm. but a lot of the reports I'm sort of seeing out of the more optimistic tone, which actually sounds bad if you're a renter. So there's good and bad sides, but basically it's coming out of this thing. It's just going to make it way harder than ever to buy a house in San Diego County. It's what it's looking like. So those people that couldn't afford before, they sure as heck aren't going to be able to afford right now, uh, or at least in the next com- coming months. And that means they're stuck renting. So if you're a landlord or a big institutional landlord, one way at least some of them are looking at this is, hey, I'm <laughs> people have no option but to rent. It's not like they're going to be choosing to rent for a while while they decide whether or not they want to stay in San Diego or something. It's it's that 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 potential home ownership is so far away for so many right now that, yeah. Rent, renting's gonna look like it. Although, you know, I really don't know what's gonna happen with that rental market. As you mentioned, the extra $600 a month through the CARES Act will expire at the end of July. Um, we already know, I don't know the exact numbers. I hear so many different things and it's really hard to pin down. But we know since about April, at least something like 100 people are involved in a rent strike through um, here in San Diego County. And they're just basically telling their landlord they're not paying rent. So how widespread that is, I'm really not sure. My attempts to find out how widespread it is have just been very, um, I've hit a brick wall there as far as I'm concerned. But So we'll just have to wait and see um, how bad that affects the rental market. Um, that might actually mean a reduction in prices for rent because 
it's possible that they're just going to try these these landlords that have lost out on a lot of money are just going to try and do anything they can do to get someone to sign a lease and get in there just to get that cash flow going. So we'll have to see. It's definitely something I'm watching, but uh, it might actually be a little too close to a little too soon to say what's going to happen with rent. Yeah, it makes sense. It seems like the rental market in San Diego was kind of built on those new tech jobs that paid a little more than average that allowed people to move into nicer apartments in slightly nicer parts of San Diego, kind of pushing gentrification a little further. And it seems with this pandemic and the slowing of hiring of those, you know, recent grads making, you know, decent amount of money with that stopping, you know, can that wave of gentrification continue? It kind of raises those questions. Yeah, you know, I'm really not sure because the, the interesting thing is, so what I'm going by is that the San Diego Association of Governments, or SANDAG as a lot of us call them, they, they've done their own sort of analysis of where they think the hardest hit areas are for unemployment. And one of the places that was least affected with a lot of ability to work from home was the Sorrento Valley area. And that's where a lot of those high paying jobs that you just mentioned are coming from. So there's a chance that, you know, the, the high rent that a, a lot of the luxury housing it has been fueled by these high paying jobs, especially in biotech and other technologies. It, it sort of seems like that that group hasn't been affected as much. I know if you're if you're an out of work biotech worker right now watching this, you're probably furious. But by and large, the early data shows us that a lot of those professions that were sort of higher paid, at least are are doing much better than a lot of other segments of the of the workforce such as in leisure and hospitality and retail which has just been hammered you, when you think about retail you might think of grocery stores yeah they're doing fine but there's a lot of other retail in the county and that is just getting hammered mm-hmm. and kind of expanding outward has this crisis sparked a conversation about maybe increasing home building because it seems like you know, during this pandemic, people with these big plans that will result in structural change in every part of the economy are kind of getting traction. Have you been hearing those voices locally yet? Not as much locally, but that could um, that could change. I know that up in Sacramento is where a lot of these big institutional things are coming from. Um, in particular, you might remember, especially in the paper, I wrote a ton of stories about it, but it was called Senate Bill 50 at the time. Uh, proposed by uh, a Democratic um, lawmaker in San Francisco area. And the the interesting thing there was he was trying to get California to stop being so focused on single-family homes because right now most of the state is just zoned for single-family. And there's an effort by him now to sort of reintroduce – he keeps reintroducing it, but to reintroduce that bill, which would actually – in some theories, you know, that that's a tough one because especially here in San Diego, like people have this idea about their neighborhoods being, oh, you don't want to ruin the culture of our neighborhood, you know, uh, if you put in a skyscraper or something. But the truth is, you know, having those big towers, especially like we saw in downtown San Diego, does allow you to jam more people into a smaller area. So if... We, we could still continue to see a push for that. I can, I can kind of see competing forces on that. If this pandemic taught us anything, it's kind of good to keep a little space between people. But with the housing crisis, you really need a lot more, a lot more homes. At least that's what the experts say. So 
you know, you're going to need to create more dense housing. So we might see that might be the next big fight happening in California. Mm -hmm. Certainly with all we learned, it seems like a granny flat type situation would be a little safer than, you know, a skyscraper where everyone shares, you know, the same elevator and things like that. Yeah, definitely. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, we might be all be living in uh, granny flats. I know we're both millennials, so uh, I guess that's our fate. So just kidding. Everything's fine. Renters forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Full Molnar. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now your coronavirus update. San Diego County had another record day of testing with 4,802 completed yesterday. Of those tests, just 114 were positive, which is 2%. That brings the total case count to 6,140. Of those, 1,155 were hospitalized, 351 were placed in the ICU, and some 230 people have died. Despite making a plan to move the county further into the stage 2 of reopening, county officials had yet to receive confirmation from the governor as of early Wednesday afternoon. Such approval would be the final green light for expanding dining and retail options. Three months into California's battle with the coronavirus, there are growing signs that the outbreak is ebbing, even as the state death toll continues to climb past 3,400. While deaths remain a stubborn challenge, other metrics show significant progress, enough that even some of the most cautious local health officials statewide have agreed to begin reopening the economy. The number of newly identified coronavirus cases across California declined last week from the previous week, dropping to 12,229 cases from 13,041 the previous week. That's a notable achievement given the amount of increased testing. And across California, hospitalizations have dropped by more than 15% from its peak six weeks ago. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the virus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of your news at your fingertips, wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.